Welcome to the Bangover Podcast. I'm Scott Allen. That's Kitty Farmer. Say hi, Kitty. Hey. Louder. Hi. <laughs> and as always, we have Chris Meyer here on the boards. First off, just special thanks to the Lost Wall for allowing us to do this. Um, this is definitely home for us, and I think the perfect place for this podcast, but we'll see you tonight. We'll see how it goes, folks. All right? So you tell me how you fucking feel at the end of this. So what did we think about the next? <laughs> so what did we think about that song we just played? I really dug it, and honestly, I hadn't heard of that band before, but I'm gonna definitely look them up. I was. I like. I think brutal is always the word that you use for something like that. Brutal and definitely like headbanging, almost like catchy material for me. Yeah. If anything, I just wanted a little bit more of it. You know. Yeah. I, I wanted to feel that through the monitors, like just get hit by that wave. Yes. Just break my ribs. That's a good point. It is a song that makes you want to move. Absolutely. So, um, been off for a week. How's everything been going? It's been going well. How um, was the show here on Saturday? Oh, sorry, I didn't... <laughs> I don't, everything's been such a blur leading up to the holidays. I had a great time here on Saturday, Deceased. Never seen them before. Ooh. Obviously, a legacy band. They have that great mixture of death metal and melody that I, lo- I love. Your favorite kind. I'm a fan. Overdose was great. have to give a huge shout out to Ungrieved. We worked with them. Uh, they recorded our latest single. And um, they're fantastic. So it was a great lineup all around. Well, you can also see that at Indian Roller this Saturday too with Hell Fury. But we'll get into more of that later on. Yes. Uh, so anybody not familiar with the show, this is a heavy metal podcast, and we will be listening to uh, some new tunes that have come out, uh, some anniversaries, we got a couple singles, so it's basically just all new metal that has uh, come out since our last episode, and um, we're going to start that last band, uh, y'all said y'all liked that, that was pretty good? Yeah, it was fucking brutal as all hell. That was Trench, trench with uh, imminent power looming. No, I, think was, he, I think he said it wrong. It's trenched. Trench, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and it's a single. There's no uh, album, but uh, check that band out. It's pretty, they're pretty good. So, uh, yeah. How about the, these singles? Have y'all heard of any of these bands? Heard of The Fucked Up. But the Fucked Up. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll check this, uh, that song out here. Y'all ready? It's going to be Fucked Up. The band with the uh, the song "Do All Words Can Do," and it's the same name as the album that's coming out March twenty first. So, uh, any fans of Fucked Up got a new album to look forward to. So, uh, let's check this song out. I was born when God was fucking away. I couldn't see this last time I feel a mistake When she left me I thought I'd see my last day 
fucked up the band uh kitty thoughts i was we were talking just now it's kind of hard for me sometimes to process a song if i've never heard it before but i liked it a lot and i will say i wish we had we had asked for more monitor on stage that was our bad next time i know we wanted to feel it underneath our chairs that's a song that i would like to hear live i think or just really loud Absolutely. Just, I just want to get pummeled by it, you know? I just want it to wash over me and just get rid of all th- like those bad thoughts in my head telling me to do things. <laughs> okay, I <laughs> gotta go home out. now. It's just getting it out, man. It's, a little, it's, it's like therapy a little bit, you know? It's just like, oh, that's why they say metalheads are like the nicest people. Because again, we just get all that violence out, you know, at a show, on stage just walking around with our headphones, you know? I don't know. I feel like uh, metal is very therapeutic. But we're going to skip a couple of songs because um, I want to get down to the nitty-gritty of Yeah, this. we'll get to the, the albums, the meat of the episode here. Well, let's do it then. You wanna? Um, so we'll start with the band that 
Kitty actually brought to our attention. Do you want to introduce them while I pull it up, Kitty? Yes, this band is called Exocatharsis. They are from Austin. It's a solo project by Jake Holmes. Right now he's in Church Aside, Morbosidad, and Abyss of Perdition. But you might know him from Morgan Grau, Humutabal, Plutonian Shore, and Oblivion Trench Warfare. I know he did live stuff with Whore Bethlehem. Um, and fun fact about this band, it used to be a power metal band called Blazing Tomb, and I was the lead singer. And it took a turn, of course, during 2020, 2020 was wild, turned into a death metal band uh, with Jake doing everything. These songs are still my babies. I'm really excited to hear it. Came out on November 18th. It's exocatharsis.bandcamp.com. You can download it for free if you want. Well, cool. Let's, well, let's uh, check out the song Emancipation from Blood Pact from the album A Triumphant Stillborn. Just a slave Not on your body 
in. That was Exocatharsis from right here in Austin, Texas. I really love this EP, A Triumphant Stillbirth, because you can hear the power metal origins of the band coming through. In my opinion, this is a very fresh take on melodic death metal that is kind of old school sounding and traditional sounding, but has a lot of great melodies in it. Uh, what do you think, Chris? Yeah, I heard that power metal thing you were talking about, and uh, it gets groovy while also having those like hardcore drums, you know, really fast, intense drums, but still, you know. So I believe, don't quote me on this, but I believe when Jake and I were talking, he said that those drums are, of course, programmed. It's his solo project, and he's primarily a bassist, but the... Drums, I think, are real drum sounds from Dirk Vierburen. Dirk Vierburen, sorry. Ah, okay. So it's, that's who the drums are sampled from? Yes. Oh, okay. Originally, the band, like I said, was going to be me on lead vocals, but clean vocals. So thank God that didn't happen for y'all. And then Sam Axelrad from Horror Bethlehem was going to be the drummer. Uh, D'Artagnan from Church Aside was going to be on guitar, and Jake was going to be on bass. Ah. So maybe someday it'll happen. Um, I've offered up my services as a live vocalist, but you never know. Uh, this year's been wild. Who knows what next year will bring? What do you think about it, Scott? Did you get to hear it? Uh, it sounded fucking brutal. And uh, I was blown away. This is just one guy. Yeah. Just yes. one guy doing all this. Yeah. Well, it's, fuck me. It's like it's Jake's. Um, you know, his heart and soul gets poured into it. His this is his debut EP. It's on Bandcamp. His next release is going to be a split. The other artist is going to be somebody y'all know and love. So keep your eyes on that. That's all I'll say for now. <laughs> okay. Wink, wink. Intense. Wink, wink. Yeah. Wink, wink. Uh, let's move on to the next song. Yes. The next one is... Ooh, let me pull up the list here. So, these next albums we're going to talk about came out on the 12th. Like you said, we missed a few weeks, so uh, we got uh, a couple release dates we missed. And uh, the, the next couple, actually a lot, the next lot of bands we're going to talk about, okay, the uh, albums they had come out on the 12th of this month. And we're going to start with Apostle of Solitude. Have y'all heard of this band? I haven't. No, not at all. No? I, I thought like this was on a playlist, but again, these names just are melding together. <laughs> yeah. we, we do it every week, and they're so... There's not an easy name in the bunch besides for like the band Fucked Up. You know what I mean? That's an easy one. Actually, actually at, easy too. at the Deceased show here at the Lost Well on Saturday, my friend and I, um, we were also talking about how kind of the names blend together. Like, there was a band I was searching for online called Burial Wraith, who I really like. But I just kept sitting there typing Burial Shroud, nothing. Burial Shroud, <laughs> nothing. I was like, what are you doing? And then after, like, 30 minutes, Burial Wraith. Shout out to Adam and Leo. Y'all are awesome. Shout out. Uh, I have a problem finding the band um, Bruhidia because I can't spell it. Oh, gosh. I, I try to say it in talk text, and, and they're like, no. And I'm like, I guess I just, I don't listen to Brujudia because I can't find it. I just can't find it. I'll, I was like, I can't I don't help you. It. <laughs> it's, I'll, I'll help you. 
You can make fun of me if you want. You can make fun of me if you want, but how do you really, spell it? It's a problem that I have. B R U J E R I A. Okay, now now I feel dumb. Can we get into the next song? It's, yeah. I mean, it's a real word. It's just not an English word, yeah. so that's why your yeah, I mean, phone the, isn't recognizing it. Witchcraft. Is there like a ooh Like a bruja is a witch? Yes. Oh. And brujeria is witchcraft? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yes, this next uh, song is called When the Darkness Comes. And uh, the album is called Until the Darkness Goes. Oh, <laughs> clever. <laughs> so, uh, what the fuck? best way to describe that song is like literally just falling into 
like water in like slow-mo as you like boom start sinking down very slowly to the abyss. I love that. I honestly I was getting visions in my head of like hooded monks, you know, and like moving slowly through the forest oh, yeah, I, I in shadow. Too. But yeah. I, the water thing is good too. Yeah, it's a uh, that was obviously like a doom metals the way you put it, but it's it's even a little darker than that at times. It's almost like death metal when they just have that slow breakdown and then they'll go yeah and then just blast me. I don't know. I think it's beautiful. I love it. We're going to put that in a beanbag and bong category. Beanbag and a bong. (laughs) Just put those headphones on, man, and just let that song take you away. How much longer is left? About minute 40. Well, so it's not that long. Yeah. It's about six minutes long. That's not bad. That's like a flooded tomb song almost. (laughs) Right there at a five. I don't know if we mentioned this on our Lost Well um, edition of the oh, podcast, right. but we're the three of us are bandmates. We're in a band called Flooded Tomb, so if you hear us reference that. That means we're in a relationship, all of us, together. A heterosexual one, but a relationship, nonetheless. I mean, we're, it's somewhere between what? Like, friends and family, right? Like, yeah. you don't always have to, like, agree with your family, but you always have their back, no matter what. Well put, well put. All right, well, let's get into some, some more stoner doom metal. Yes, we'll keep the stoner train going with, with another... A uh, cult classic. Classic band here, Bongzilla, with a new album that came out uh, called Weed Consen. Weed Consen. So, Weed Consen. <laughs> and we're going to check out the song uh, Sunday Driver. And it's Sunday spelled like... Uh, the dessert. Like the dessert. So delicious. The song will be a dessert.
really, I just felt like I could have just kept going with that song. Just get lost in it, you know what I mean? Just find yourself there. And the, and the drummer is always great. Like, this is something that pops on my Spotify quite often. And I, I find myself, you know, not the biggest fan of Doom or stoner metal. Uh, stoner rock a little bit more. But the drummer just, he moves and he makes it interesting. It's, you don't have to be, like super slow and just play a bunch of whole notes you know what i mean yeah. but how hard is it to move around like that at that pace you know what i mean that's some that's that's control right there i don't know i couldn't do it i'd be like speeding this bitch up immediately it's just easier you know i love the attitude behind bongzilla music i think it's not like a genre that's known to be super brutal but i think it is one of the genres that has the most like attitude the most swagger like a lot of obviously groove and rhythm yeah i love definitely. it yeah definitely and that's the newest album they just came out with chris yes sweet constant just came out weed constant i love it it's probably gonna be something i'll put on yeah. yeah on an off day where i like i i have to do nothing you know i have to force myself to do nothing and take that day off and that's just like not drinking caffeine <laughs> like do not move. Stay on the couch and listen to this and uh, play Xbox. Take a day off. <laughs> Take a day off. That's what I'm saying. All right. Well, let's move on to uh, I'm... Wise. Have you all heard of this band, Wise? Uh, no. No? no? If, if you ask me if this was a metal band, just yeah, based on think? the name what alone. What do you think? No, I would say psychedelic. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd say psych rock. What do you think, Kitty? I... That's a good question. Um, I would almost think it would be like Prague from the album and song name, but oh. I, I bet I'm off. That would be my guess. Mm. Well, let's see if y'all are right here. Uh, <laughs> the song is called Embrace the Undertow, and the album is The Essence, and this is Wise. Do 
that was badass. I didn't expect it to be like brutal, hardcore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where it's just like screaming, just pounding on those drums, and everything just stops for seconds. You know, it's like boom, boom, boom. Yeah. I love it. I'm like totally lost in that realm lately when it comes to bands like that because of, you know, the Bombas and the uh, Turnstile. Yeah. You know, did I say that right? Yes. Thank God. No. Kept calling it Turnstile. I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me. <laughs> what do you think? Kidding? You know, I, I feel like I was kind of right about Prog, but not, it wasn't like what you would call Prog, but it definitely. Had the breakdowns like Prague. I don't know, There's like time time scales there, man. I feel like it had a lot of good variety. Like they know what they're doing. It's aggressive. It has like it kind of struck me as a raw feeling, but I'm like these people really know what they're doing too. Yeah, it's, it it's, was technical. It's a good balance. Yeah, mm, I agree. Uh, that's definitely going to be a little. I'm going to put a little heart on that one on my Spotify playlist. Uh, just so you all know, if you're a fan of anything that you heard tonight, you can come up here, scan the playlist, Apple yeah. Music, Spotify. If you, if you have YouTube Music, well, I don't know. You're fucked. I don't know. You just fucked on this one. Yeah. Katie? Um. <laughs> yeah. Right, we have the playlist, but, yeah, I the mean, QR codes. You just got to use your phone and scan them. You, you can see uh, the names of the songs and the bands even if you're, you don't have a Spotify subscription. But I've really enjoyed finding new music from the show and listening to the whole album anyway. So you can go to whatever, like, obviously, you can even go to your record store, pick up the album. A lot of these are great albums. This is your fucking weekly playlist, y'all. Come over here and scan this motherfucker, all right? We're better than Discover Weekly on Spotify, all right? I... Because Chris over here does this due diligence to pick out the most amazing and fucked up music I've ever heard in my life. It's fucking... (laughs) Thank you. Chris, thank you. Yeah. So Any, anyone else interested in this crazy fucked up music? Go scan those codes. Yeah. Now. All right, let's move on. Moving on. Uh, this next band here. Uh, let me pull it up. Insania. Have y'all heard of this band? Have, has this band been on the podcast while I've been here? I'm not the, sure. the name sounds so familiar. After so many episodes. Yeah. And again, the name thing, they all yeah, went that's together. True. That's true. That's true. Well, yeah. uh, maybe a little refresher. Yeah. You know, uh, sound would help. So this album is called V or Five. Whichever. And um, I'm not even going to say the name of Come the song. Come on. Because it is. Kitty. If I had to guess, and I'm probably wrong, I would say Preparatus... Super Vivette or Super Viva? There you go. That was good. I, I think that was as close yeah, as you're going to get. You can yeah. come over here and look at my fucking playlist if you want. <laughs> Tell me different. All right.
Kitty, thoughts? So, as you all know, I grew up on Stradivarius, Sonata Arctica, um, Avantasia, even bands like Excalion. I love this variant of power metal. Um, it touched my heart. The singer's voice is impeccable. And that opening riff, perfection. It is like literally the most metal thing I could possibly think of. It's like epic in so many ways, you and know what I mean? To be honest, I feel out of touch because I really haven't listened to a lot of power metal lately. That's why, if you notice, I named like a bunch of like older established bands. Um, so I hadn't heard this band before. And for me, my enjoyment of this type of this like Euro variant of power metal is predicated heavily on the singer. The tone is so important and this singer has an amazing tone. It reminds me of so many famous singers that we know and love like Toby Samet, like um, Cote Pelta, so. Yeah, I mean. Thumbs you, up. You go like higher than that, we were saying like the whole Bruce Dickinson thing, you know? Yeah, I, yeah. In, in some ways I always like, my favorite thing when it comes to, and you, like, you can come up here and fight me, but I, I kind of think like King Diamond is like power metal. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I mean right? King Diamond Satanic is... Satanic power metal? Can we for... say it like that? No. King Diamond is one of the most epic vocalists of all time. Absolutely. And for this genre, you need an epic vocalist, in my opinion, like... Because when that riff is like setting up the vocal, I was waiting, you saw my face, I was like waiting for it, like... Yeah. Let's see what this vocal sounds like. I'm impressed. And I think me and you both, uh, being singers in metal bands, wish we could do this, you know? Like, this is the epitome. If you could just hit that high note, just make people's hair stand yeah. up on their arm. You know? You know? Yes. One day, we'll get there. We'll get there. I, I believe it. I believe it because uh, I, I know we believe in ourselves, that's, so... That's a very, like, uplifting... <laughs> we that's, believe. I was like, yeah. that could be our first power metal song. They're, oh, we my believe. God. <laughs> yeah. What metal's great for is it's for you to believe in yourself and think that you're... Yes. You're, this so world true. ain't that fucked up, you know? Yes, I, I agree. And there's... I was watching a video. It's like a really popular video on YouTube where it's one guy playing 15, like, subgenres of metal. And they are. They, they sound very different. Like, obviously, this sounds nothing like, you know, some stuff that we're going to get into later. Like, this sounds nothing like pathology. But at the same time, the energy is there. The yeah. grit is there. The power is there, and we love all of it. What more could you ask for? Yeah. One more. All right. So, uh, again, that was, I can't say this. In Insania, or Insania. How about you just spell that for us? <laughs> I-N-S-A-N. <laughs> just come fucking scan the playlist, y'all. God damn. <laughs> Some of these names are going to get wacky. I know. They're, they just, they will, and they always will. It's metal. So let's move on. Let's move on. These next lot of songs are going to be some bangers. So let's uh, let's dive into the set here. This next band is called Bonded. I don't know if y'all have heard of this band, Bonded. I know. Huh? I think you mispronounced it. It's supposed to be Bonded. <laughs> Am I right on that? Or uh, maybe it might change yeah. the way I say it after I'm done hearing the song. Yeah. So the song is called Watch, and their album Into, Into Blackness just came out. So let's check this song out. Watch. I know Chris is like, this is going to be the best song of the night.
so this, I'm thinking right now, this is probably going to be my favorite song of the evening. I don't know how I haven't heard this band. That was, that was power metal on the same level, but like times 10. Those drums, that guitar, that's in a different genre. And everything else, the tone, the sound, all stayed in a power metal vibe. But the drummer is going off. You don't need that in fucking power metal. I mean, that was, that was aggressive death metal, you know, I got, drumming. I got like a thrash vibe too. Like I was telling Chris, I was taking like a long walk today in the woody area, like listening to Chronosphere and like my beloved Lazarus, but also like That's old school stuff. the most metal thing. And <laughs> I personally feel like obviously like what we call new school or neo thrash is getting like heavier and heavier and heavier right. while still maintaining that energy. And the vocals like really sealed the deal for me. I was like, it's perfect. It's like the halfway between like the thrash and the death vocal. Yeah. It's all death metal besides for the vocal to where it puts itself in a, a different place. A different... Riff City. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Riff City. <laughs> uh, yes, definitely a banger. And that was Bonded. Is that how would you would say that? Bonded. Yeah. My okay. blood. No, it's yeah. Bonded. Okay. okay. Moving on. Moving on to this band, Unleashed. We're going to unleash. A classic legacy band. Um, To be honest, I've had mixed reactions to the various songs I've heard from the new album. Uh, No hate, obviously, but let's see. I haven't heard this one yet. Oh, you have not heard this one? No. Oh. Well, let's check this song out. It is called You Are the Warrior. That's so 80s. From, from, from the album No Sign of Life. You are the warrior. There you I go. I am the
Nailed it right there on the solo. Nailed the solo. There we go. I <laughs> retimed it. That's like a standard quality of knowing when the solo is going to get good. It's like, I think we went long enough. It yeah, solo. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Turn that shit down. I don't want to hear that fucking riff salad. <laughs> it's a drummer standpoint. I get to have some jokes about y'all. Come on. There's a lot of drummer jokes out there. I'm trying to make up my own guitar player slash singer, lead singer jokes. Standalone singer jokes, where you're like, I got my mic, y'all. I guess I'll see you later after every show. And then also, people ask me if my band can play, and they don't even know what y'all are called. <laughs> so now we're just the backing crew for the yeah, Kitty Farmer. Kitty um, and the Farmers. That's what I thought about. <laughs> oh, <great>. Nailed it. <laughs> well, I guess we know what our next band's going to be called. Well, that was Unleashed. A Unleashed. generic name. I don't know. Like, there must be 25 other bands in the metal genre named Unleashed. However, Unleashed is be. super famous. You know, they're kind of known alongside, like, you know, Entombed is in that famous, like, Swedish. Oh, so we're we talking like a 40 year old band over here? Yeah, they're like a, they're definitely a legacy band. If you say Unleashed, people would know who that was. Um, this is not my favorite song from their new album, but it is also not my least favorite. Well, so that's the nicest thing Kitty's ever said, or the meanest thing that you've ever said. No, you've heard me say yeah. some terrible <laughs> things on we, this show. So, some of the songs I pick from these albums are like the top songs too. So, you know, that's a uh, that's something. Oh no, go for it. Um, no. I so, the show got canceled. A lot of me, me and my friends were a little disappointed. We were wondering, though, could y'all play a song about it? Might be able to throw it in we, somewhere. Yeah. Maybe. Let's, let's try at we'll, least. We'll, we'll try to look into it to see right. if there's possible. On two others? Yeah, on two others. Yes! Okay. Yes! Okay. 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 All right. Ever simmer down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let us roll through a little bit of stuff, and then we'll get to it. That's what's yeah, Come well, on. just have to find it first. Thanks for considering. Yeah, we'll consider it. <laughs> and that's what this podcast is all about. We don't give a fuck about anyone's feelings, <laughs> emotions, or what you love. We're only going to tell you what we love. I, I mean, I think metal is 
one of the genres with the most like rabid fan base, which sounds terrible, but we really Die are. Yeah. You, we had an argument just now, you know, that got kind of heated, <laughs> where I was like, I was right and you were wrong. I was right and you were wrong. Uh, <laughs> but that's, I think that's the same energy that makes this podcast and metal in general great. Yeah. And uh, also, and I was right and he was wrong. Wait, what? <laughs> Can we move on so we can argue off uh, Mike a little bit more? Yeah, yes. I'm coming back winning yes. after, after this next song, all right? So um, this next band here, I think, will perk some ears. I don't know if in a good way. Um, they are what I would say is... Vetted? Vetted? Vetted. Yes, this is the name of the band, Vetted. Um they're very, uh, like, Slipknot. Let's just say that. Scott, let's see if you like this band, because I know you are. Uh, you know. You I know, yeah. So okay. this, uh, this band is called Vetted. The song is Antibody, and the album is What Is It? Kill It. <laughs> I love it already. Yeah. <laughs> 
That was fucking badass. How do you say this name again? How do you say I, I don't know. It's V as in Victor, E, D as in dog, E, D as in dog, vetted? Vetted. Vetted? I don't vetted. know. I really liked it. I didn't know what to expect from what Chris said, but I think it was great. And I love the name of the EP. Yeah. What is it? Kill it. <laughs> I'm like, yes, yes. Did, did you get to that Slipknot influence? Did you hear it? I, I was just telling her, like, it, it just crazy. had this Slipknot influence because it's absolutely out of control with their um, time signatures. Like, you know, they're well-educated, like, or just, <laughs> they're, good, they're good musicians. I'm going to show you, you know what I mean? Classy Pat. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's see. <laughs> the children of all ages. Yeah. I don't know if y'all can see this album cover here on the panel, but they even have the Slipknot sort of logo in their, like, their font is like the Slipknot font. Wait. I, I, I fucking did say early 2000s. Like 2001 Sorry, I think it metal. changed here. That's where I was getting This it. one. Yeah. Do you I, see it? Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It's kind of got that sharpness to it. It's exactly... It, it might just be fun the first time around listening to it on the playlist. I don't yeah. know if I'm coming back, but then, then again, some shit just grows on me like moss. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that, uh, that whole episode of like Creep Show, you know, where it's just like Stephen King's like, ow, burn my fingers, put them in my mouth. And then he just <laughs> grows green moss all over his body. That's how some of these songs or bands work for yeah. at times. So let's move on because... Uh, we got a special that request. That was fine. Yes, please. So, apparently there was supposed to be a show tonight. Unto Others was supposed to be playing. Unfortunately, it didn't happen. And y'all got this shit show instead. (laughs) But we were requested to play a song by Unto Others just, you know, to uh, lighten up the mood a little bit. Plus, we should probably already done that to begin with if we did our due diligence of research. We we thank you for, like, bringing... The point of this podcast is actually to have listener participation. That's why we do it at bars. So we appreciate it. Yeah, come up here and talk shit to me. See what happens. I'll probably buy you a drink. (laughs) So the song we're going to check out is off their new album, Strength, and the song is Heroin.
So no, thank you. Thank y'all. We really, honestly, we really appreciate y'all like asking us to play that song. We love when y'all participate. Absolutely. Um, Plus, it's you know we're replacing the whole showcase tonight, which that was amazing. First time. Uh, yes. First timer on that one right there, and uh, I gotta say, badass. It's hard to live up to that. I love the double cakes. I love the energy. Like, it's just kind of a classic rock and roll with a modern day vibe. I'm super impressed. I now I'm like really wishing they were playing here. Right. I was like, right. fuck this podcast. Like, but we'll definitely be watching yeah. for them well, coming through. We would take this podcast out to the fucking green room and wait for those people yes. to come through, just to have a conversation with them. Yes. Again, for sure. amazing. Uh, the band. Do what? The band. Oh, unto others. Absolutely. We'll add that in to the playlist, so might as well. Yeah. So moving on to the next band, we got the band Baylor with the song Out of Frame from the album Disposable Youth. I heard of this band. Disposable no. youth. Sounds like a Marilyn Manson song. <laughs> it's, yeah, it does. Oh, it's disposable it. teens. Oh. Man. Disposable youth. Okay, just... well, now I have expectations. Let's see. It's not going to be Manson. Not going to be Manson.
absolutely one of the best songs of the night, in my opinion. I don't know. That's where I want to be, just getting beat to death by sound sometimes. The whole album is like that. It's really good. Oh. Can I tell my Lost Well story? Yes. We were talking about, like, it's a podcast, so I'm allowed to tell my story. <laughs> in the middle of the song, we, somebody told me a piece of advice at, our, at the show here on Saturday that I should have known already, being 32. And, you know, obviously having, we've been going to shows since before we could drink, but when the D beat starts, get out of the way. And I didn't remember, so I was watching Ungrieved. Then I hear, da 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 boom! And I went, went like flying across the floor. My legs were under me. I was wearing like my platform boots and I couldn't get up. And people were like trying desperately to like pull me up. I was like, why can't you respect that I went to lie here and be out of the way? Just give me a second to catch my breath. I know, because like I can't handle it anymore. And I, I was, um, you know, obviously they had the tables cleared out for the show, but there was like a lone chair over on the wall by the cigarette machine. And I was like looking at the chair, like, man, I really would like to sit down. Sit but I, didn't, I didn't want to be the only one like sitting. You're catching your breath after getting slammed to the little sidewall over here I, like, a, like a cartoon character. I, my life is like, um, I'm built like a Muppet if y'all haven't seen what I look like. And my life is like a Muppet story. So that was not embarrassing compared to everything else that's happened to me. So I'm cool with it. But that, the moral is, and y'all should know this, when you hear the D beat, get out of the way. Don't stand there like a dolt. Yeah, unless you want to be there. <laughs> Drink, know? yeah. Unless you're expecting Protect it. Protect you know? your white claw yeah. and get out of the way. It's kind of like you're getting into a stance yes. because you hear it ramp up and you're like, yes. in now. But And, and the other moral is, pit. shows at Lost Well are always great. They're always like super intense. Personal. They're personal. Yeah. I've seen so many great bands. I know you all have too. Yeah, again. Favorite venue ever. It's Shout like, out well. honestly, one of the most generous ports, too, that I've experienced in Austin, which is great. <laughs> You're like, I shouldn't have drove here tonight. <laughs> I should never drive here. I did bring extra contacts because at the anniversary show with Goat Horn Frozen Soul, I got really drunk and my contacts fell out. Just all the water and left your eyes. Nick, um, from your band, Sex Cult, your other band, Sex Cult, was here. Um, Shout out. Shout out. Um, my homie Dan from Kickbutt, the talent booker there, was here. We all got, like, really drunk, and everyone, like, started Ubering away separately. There were a bunch of texts, like, where are you? Where are you? And everyone, like, saw them in the morning, like, ugh. <laughs> One of those nights. I wish yes. I could have been here for sure. Um, again, that band was called Baylor. Color me impressed. I, I, really, I love it. I love it. So let's move on, because we got... Mm, not too many more. Yeah, we're doing good on yeah, time. Yeah, about halfway through. So it's about to get death metal up in here. Oh, kitty, it's your favorite. So, if I may... Go on. May I? Are we talking about um, Darkwoods, My Betrothed, another legacy band that I'm sure is known and loved among the metal world? A band that I believe had been inactive for a while, and they're releasing some new music for the first time. It is, one of their members is obviously Thomas from Nightwish, and we hear a very different side of him from the dark Finnish woods. And I'm super (laughs) excited because I have not heard the new Dark Woods My Betrothed yet. Uh, First timer over here on this, so I'm excited. 
Yeah. So this name of the, uh, the name of the song is "Name the Dead," and it's uh, from the album "Angel of Carnage Unleashed." That was fucking insanely sick. Kitty, thoughts? You saw my face. I just am blown away. Welcome back, Dark Words, my betrothed. It's perfect. Like, 11 out of 10. Wow. Wow. That's, that's something, again, 
on headphones, I think is going to even be better. It's like when you do the invisible oranges, because like we're in Satan's infernal legions and all that stuff. When you feel... You feel uh, Satan run through you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. That's when you yes. feel Satan inside of you. You know what it feels like, Scott. You know. Pure evil. Yeah. I, I love feeling evil. Like, I love... Like, I love feeling evil. I, I, <laughs> I love fucking with other people, too, when it comes to that. They're yeah. like, you don't actually believe in that, do you? I'm like, oh, you, absolutely. Hell yeah, we do. <laughs> Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Yes. Uh, again, that was Dark Woods of... Wait, what? Dark, dark Woods, my betrothed. Okay, Dark Woods, my betrothed. Yes. yes. And the album is... Angel of Carnage Unleashed. It's got a really cool album cover. It looks like an old, like, painting. Like, I don't know. It's really cool. Uh, moving on, though. This next band. I love bands that have crazy names in the songs or whatever, you know. This, uh, this band is called Monument of Misanthropy. And the song is called The Mysterious Hollywood Hat Trick. Whoa. And the album is Unterwege, which I think is how you say that. It seems very German, but... Unterwege. Uh, let's uh, check this song out. I'm interested to see what y'all think of this here. Hmm. Like, what if they get fired tomorrow? They're like, you said hail On July 11, 9-11-1, a solar eclipse occurred in the sky of Los Angeles. At 10 a.m., the moon began to move in front of the sun. On by 11, it covered 69% of it. That morning, a couple of men and their children were up to Cole Cannon Road in Malibu, northwest of the city, to watch the event. But as they reached the top, they were too horrified by what was lying on the ground to pay attention to the sky.
Angeles in June on NI1. So what do you think of that? Mind blown emoji. Like the emoji that's like, what? With its head exploding. like The nuclear bomb coming out of his head. That was a pure assault on the senses. I loved it. It literally like cleared up my allergies after that yes. one. Like, I was yes. feeling it all day and now I'm like, I can breathe out of both nostrils after that. You know? There's so much musicianship in metal. It... It takes talent, yeah. It's yeah, it's like, it's, well, you know, because Scott's the drummer. You know better than anyone. It's an intense, like, physical workout, and that drumming was no joke. Absolutely oh, yeah. not. For sure. You need a personal trainer for that yeah. shit. I mean, you might as well be a UFC fighter if that's the kind of drumming you're doing for over an hour every single night for weeks in, week yeah. out, day after day. I mean, for fuck. I don't know. I feel like a shitty drummer when I hear these guys sometimes. This is like definitely a band I would want to see live. Just you know. Oh yeah, I get probably wrecked. Believe it. But like you know, we might want to stand in the back. Yeah. She would be thrown against the side wall. I know. I learned my lesson. I'm standing either by the poles or by the wall. It's whatever you can grab on. Yeah. It's the flood of people wash around you. <laughs> With my white claw. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> That $9 white claw you're holding above the waves. Like, again. Even though, if I were holding up a white claw, it would probably be, like, the height of everyone else's face. It'd just be, like, everyone else's head and then, like, a white claw. At least it's not too sticky when it spills on you. Not like a Lone Star where you're like, well, I'm fucked. I do have to say the frozen drinks at Lost Well are fantastic. A lot of times, like, when you're a kid, you know, you go out to a restaurant and they give you, like, a virgin daiquiri. I thought there'd be a lot more frozen drinks in adulthood when I was a kid, and I was sorely disappointed to find out that not many places have, like, a good frozen drink, but Lost Well does. They have two, usually. The strawberita is really good, and it's no joke, and that's all I can say. Uh, I mean, <laughs> that's when I lost my contacts. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I know what I'm ordering next. Right, let's move on. Oh, the next song is from the band Vomit the Soul. So if, if you just saw the name of this band, would you think it was a metal band just from the name alone? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, you'd be wrong. It's, it's actually like classical uh, jam band type of stuff. Ooh, I mean, I guess that could have worked too. <laughs> no. Oh my then gosh. It's not, is it? It's a hip hop group. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, we're about to go into the last uh, album here that's come out. On the twelfth, so it's gonna be, uh, you know, brutal. After this? No, this album, oh. because it's the last one that's come out. So I saved it for the end. Let's check it out. Vomit the soul. The song is cold, and the album is cold. cold. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> 
I dig it. Yes. Thoughts? Uh... Honestly, I was going to say, like, I feel like I've already talked too much, so let's go talk, but, uh, <laughs> um, I mean, not, it's just straightforward, like, really great death metal, like. Yeah, you got to be into that, the, the kind it, of pig, not the pig squeal, but that, like, real the, guttural, you got to yeah. be into that, so. It's, it's great, yeah, like, good point, the vocals were really awesome, vocals on point, really great music, just really good performance, that bass, you could really hear those bass lines yeah. cutting through. I mean, it's great because, you know, death metal obviously has always been around, but there's an, a resurgence in interest, you know? Um, I've noticed, like, a lot of people bringing back, like, the old school sound, and I feel like just, like, a new generation is discovering death metal and falling in love with it and playing it really well, too. It was just twisty, turning in. Anything, I feel a little bit more drunk after listening to this. Like it, really, it really shook me up in multiple ways, if you will. I don't know how to explain it, but it was a lot. And again, I, a death metal song, right? Very fast, very aggressive, but I'm going to put this in the beanbag and bong situation. Oh, my God. Huh. That's I just can, very therapeutic. I feel the same way about death metal and like even black metal. For people like us who listen to those genres of music a lot, it can always be kind of comforting. I feel like you could like disappear into like the double kick drums, like a warm blanket, you know? Yeah, you just forget about everything because you can't think about anything else yeah. after hearing that. It's like all thoughts are washed away from your mind. And I fucking love it. Again, the band was, where am I, where am I? Vomit the Soul. Yes. I think that was the correct way of pronouncing that band. I can't do a toilet, toilet bowl vocal. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this next roster of bands that we're going to talk about, all these releases came out on the 19th, and um, we're going to start with this band, Me and That Man. Have y'all heard of this band? No, I love the name. Well, let me uh, <clears throat> fill y'all in a little bit on this band, a little backstory. It is formed by Nergal of Behemoth. It's uh-huh. his kind of folky rock side uh-huh. project. It's got a ton of uh, special guests. Um, Randy Blythe, Gary Holt, um, Michael Graves. I mean, the Holy list goes shit. on of just guest stars. What the fuck? Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, this is a special little treat then. Uh, Alyssa White glu- uh, glues from uh, Arch Enemy. So there's, there's a uh, <laughs> kitty. No. So there's a uh, there there's some bands that are featured on this album. Um, so we'll start with this song that I picked. Under the spell is the name of the song and. The album is called New Man, New Songs, Same Shit, Volume 2. Absolutely love it.
Fuck yeah. Absolutely fuck yeah on that. It's, it's, I love it. I love it. And like, what just happened? It reminds me of something, but I can't put my finger on what. Remember we were listening to that, like, old, old school sounding, like, remember, like, rock and roll-y? Yeah. And, uh, what, who was, it reminds me of that kind of, and like, it, don't hate, I'm going to say ghost, like, but I say it in a great way. Oh, yeah, yeah. I no, love I it. It's that. like a culty, rocky, doing some weirdness. It's I love 1970s it. yeah. satanic rock and roll. Yeah. That's where you find it. And it, it actually fits in a lot of uh, what's happening right now in yes. just the rock scene yes. when it comes to bands like, you know, um, I, I was getting like King Gizzard and uh, Wizard Lizard vibes, that kind of thing. Where yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very psychedelic, but very rock and roll just staying like um, still in the vibe of metal because of just how evil it kind of has this you know approach uh, you know uh, you know the basic one would be pentagram and you put yeah, it right yeah, there true. right yeah it is no like you said it has a very sinister bite I love it yeah again that was me and that man me and that man I just Nergel from uh, Behemoth's side project so I'm blown away. This is something I'm probably going to listen to, you know, waking up. This, this is probably the one that's going to be stuck in my head when I wake up tomorrow, you know? I'm going to be under that spell for sure. Uh, that was corny as fuck. Let's move on. Yeah. Moving on. Um, we're going to talk about a band called Black Coast because they just put out an album called Outworld, and the song we're going to check out is called Addict. If y'all heard of this band... I was like, I don't know why you keep asking us this. I, I got, I got. Um, usually, we haven't. You, you normally. I, I no, I would say maybe like forty percent of the time. I have not heard of this man. Okay, well. I'm gonna fight Chris after. They, they remind me of. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll throw this out there. They remind me of um, a '90s throwback to like Deftones and oh, stuff. Yeah. So it's a. Okay. Uh, it was cool. I liked it. Uh, Lincoln Park, uh, oh, okay. you know, that kind of '90s. Yeah. So I just wasn't expecting. That. I'm into yeah. it. Yeah. yeah.
well, damn. So honestly, like every time somebody tells me that a band sounds like Deftones, I'm like, yeah, whatever. But this is like honestly the most Deftonesy sounding. And not to take away from the band in any way, it's more of a descriptive word that we say it sounds like Deftones. Not to take away from them to be like they're ripping off on Deftones, but more like you're going to get the idea of what it sounds like, you know? And we say that just because of how like brash the music is and how the vocals come across upon that, where they almost just line in there like it's, um, uh, what's the term? Where you play in between the beats. Syncopated? My man. It's very syncopated. Well, and even like the timbre and the tone of the vocalist's voice is very Chino-like. Yeah. Um, y'all both know, like, I live and breathe and worship Deftones. I sing Passenger to Scott outside the venue just now. But, um, That's how we get ready for the show. You just sing me Deftone I'm, songs, and I just sit there and get fucking hyped. I'm so impressed by this band. I love everything about them. That being said, I kind of feel like this would be like in a soundtrack of an early uh, 2000s horror movie. Yeah, like, this yeah. is in the soundtrack of the first Saul, you know? Like, <laughs> like you, you know what I'm saying? Like, this was on the 13th Ghost soundtrack. <laughs> like, just as that feel. The Pitch Black soundtrack. <laughs> you had the pointed out, like, how intense and heavy the drumming is. Like, it's great. There was that, like, really, yeah. like, intense, brutal metal part in the middle. It's yeah, like, the hit me like a sack of bricks. Yeah. It just was like breakdown after breakdown after yeah. breakdown. <laughs> so, you know, if you look up the definition of what new metal means, it's really taking out the solos and adding breakdowns. That's supposed to be like the main definition of when it comes to the style of new metal, groove metal, or whatever you want to call it these days. But you take away the solo and you add just those breakdowns, you know? We talk a lot about the Meshuggah breakdown or the whole. A uh, gent thing where you're like, ding, 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 dong, you know? Really fuck with that uh, time signature. That's a really good point. There has, like we talked about the resurgence of popularity of old school death metal. Mm-hmm. Lately, there has also been a resurgence of popularity of new metal. Groove metal. And groove metal and people like wanting to like dress in like that style of clothing and stuff like that. So there's a lot of like nostalgia going on and I think this band does it really well it's, it's one of my um, again um, you can find me after the podcast hanging outside smoking cigarettes if you want to talk but I'm a, I'm a huge fan of bands like uh, you know <laughs> come fight me over some 90s metal <laughs> I always like to make fun of it because I'm like you know like uh, disturbed you know like uh, <laughs> Corn, obviously, but no, it's like Slipknot. I grew up in the whole new metal frame, right? That's always my biggest joke. I'm like, whatever, come fight me, I don't care. We'll sit here and uh, I'll get drunk here tonight and then argue with anyone at this bar about Limp Bizkit and how they're the best band, you know? Or why um, a band like Nickelback literally pays for metal for the world. Like, they were, it, these, are, these are true and fun facts and I love to make someone upset. <laughs> like, that's my jam, baby. But prove me wrong, obviously. Uh, <laughs> because it, it is, again, very white trash metal in the quote-unquote terms. But I love it. I love, uh, this is like my, um, how would you explain it? Like your bread and butter? No, it's more oh. like something I listen to and don't tell anyone else. Oh, like a guilty pleasure? 
A guilty pleasure. I have no guilt. <laughs> I have no shame. I know. What, what, what do you say is like your bread and butter? Like your main... Oh, I mean, that's just going to be the standard right there where it's just the heaviest, most brutalist things or uh, things with the groove are always going to yeah. get me in a rock and roll sense. But like my guilty pleasures are always like an MSI or like Shit, where like it has that... to be like, uh, you Whoa. know, in this moment. It, it, it sucks. It's so corny, but for whatever reason, this is bringing I back old memories. Love it. I'm like, yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. That's like the cutest <laughs> face ever. Like that's a hug a drummer day face. Um, I just love it. Yeah, like, dude, blast from the past. Like I saw um, fucking Twisted Method like back in the day. Oh my god. <laughs> like um, that's not even that. Like bad. dope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not. You know what? I'm not ashamed. You can come fight me too. Oh, okay. Deadsy. <laughs> yeah, I, we could be here all day. Oh, Tag team. Wow, that that one's pulled from the uh, the time frame. Deadsy, like, last time I heard about that was uh, three years ago when I looked it up on my Spotify to watch the music video yes. for. Uh, damn, I can't remember the song, but I just remember the whole. Um, was it like Gramercy Park, where it's like very visual? Oh my fucking god, that's exactly the song. Motherfuck. Motherfuck. Tetsy, shout out right there. <laughs> right. Am I new? So we just, I know we get heavier as the playlist goes on. Yes. So we just kind of like started over with our, you know, uh, how brutal things are going to be right now. We're, we're yeah. starting off a little bit light. You know, we just played that last song, uh, Black Coast. It was, uh, the band was Black Coast and the song was Addict. So yeah, we're going to just keep getting heavier and heavier here. All right, so this, now uh, we're done with that light yeah. bullshit. This next band is uh, Total Hell. Y'all heard of this band there? Total Hell? I, re- I just remember the band Full of Hell. Oh, uh, yes. yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that, too. Yeah. I was like, yeah, but I was like, no, I was thinking of Full of Hell. No, I fucking, I'm fucking still obsessed with that band and the uh, track that we played. Yeah, that band is really good. A month ago? Well, let's see if you like this band here. This is a Total Hell, and the song is Clones from Hell, and the album is Total Hell EP. <laughs> uh, it's some uh, black and roll. Ooh. So let's check it out. Damn. Fire! 
Again, <laughs> well, that was damn. Total Hell <laughs> from the album's uh, Clones from Hell. Or wait, was that the song? The song was Clones from Hell. The band is Total Hell. The EP is Total Hell. <laughs> I'm getting really confused here. Uh, that was Total Hell with Total Hell off the album Total Hell. I, again, like I'm, I've been really impressed by all the songs tonight. Oh, that one was sick. Yeah. Yep. That was sick and satanic, if you will. All right, let's move on to something that Kitty really wanted to get to this entire oh, time. Oh, yeah. I'll kill you. <laughs> this is what I've been waiting for all fucking night. Kitty? So, again, on my, on my little woods walk, I was listening to, like, my music shuffle, and I, everything from, like, War is My Shepherd to, like, Toxic Walls to, like, Hammer and Life, which I liked, which a lot of people weren't really hot on. And I was like, this band has such a career... I'm going to stand anything they do, I'm gonna, and I stand behind that statement. It's 40 years. So I'm ready. Again, still Dude. better than the latest Iron Maiden album. Are you... He's still... This not whole, happy. It's okay. <laughs> I'm not happy about it. <laughs> I can say that. I can say that. So we're talking about Exodus here. They got a new album, Persona Non Grata, and it is bomb, man. It sounds really good. Of all the albums that we have on the list. The production on this one is just outstanding. The, like, I don't know. The whole album is really good. Just, just show the people. There's, just like, show the people. a ton of songs that are just, like, on the top metal playlists or, you know, top metal songs right now, and it's a bunch off this album because it's brand new, and it's actually really good. So uh, let's check out these Titans Exodus with the new song Prescribing Horror off the album Persona Non Grata.
I was thinking that song was going to come back in like a, just a, a, a fucking wave of pure brutalness to just like knock me out of my chair just like blast me up over the stage into that table over here <laughs> because that's usually how most of these songs work on this podcast sometimes where it's just like we have like a moment where we're like okay like I, I think the song's coming to, and then boof, <laughs> right out the, of my chair the jump <laughs> I'd say it's like the wave pool when you're facing the wrong direction and the wave just hits the back of you when you're like trying to have a conversation. No, I'll be right there. Boom. You know, head over first, just rolling. Um, Kitty, thoughts? Did you, I mean, did you love it? I'm, of course. I'm not a music scholar by any means, but my kind of general feeling about Exodus is they've evolved with time. I would even say they've gotten like a little bit more intense with age. More skilled, yeah. And I think that's a good thing. Like, we talked about how kind of like the genre of thrash has gotten like a little bit more intense and a lot of bands have like started adding like a death vocal or like death metal style drumming and obviously thrash like informed the birth of death metal. Yeah. So just add a little bit of spice here and there when they can. Exodus is a band that's keeping up. They're always fresh. They always sound like fresh, modern, you know? Yeah, no, I know. I totally agree. They're getting better with age, I think. They're always really good. I, th- I think that's, that, that's... Why wouldn't they? Because you get older as a musician. You get more... Better... You're just... More skilled overall. Like, you've just been learning the craft for that long. Like, what more can you say? It should get better over time. If not... And, and change a little bit, too. Yeah. Where everyone gets a little bitchy. And we're like... Oh, I know. The first album. You know? I mean, if... If you like the first album, by all means, you know, go back and listen. But some, if you go from like the earliest stuff to this stuff, it sounds sometimes like an entirely different, you know. Or just kind of like, you know, where they were getting at the whole time. Yeah. Like they're just got to where they were coming from and define their style a little bit more sharpened. Yes. 
the edges, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm super excited to see them next year. We'll just keep, yes, next year. We don't know when, we don't know where. <laughs> just next year for sure. For That's sure. all we're going to say. Knock oh, on wood. I think in April 2022. Shh, let's just move on. Oh. <laughs> let's just move on. Let's just move on. Chris? All right. The next song we're going to check out from the band The Lurking Fear. Um, we've checked this band out before. We've actually talked about this album. Death, Madness, Horror, and Decay. And the song we're going to check out from that album is Funeral Abyss. Do y'all remember this band? Mm-hmm. I don't, know. You don't remember this? The Lurking Fear? No. We've, every time it pops up, it's the, I am this ready, is the third time. I'm ready to be reminded. I just remember the first time around, super impressed. Second time, uh, I hope in today, really defines everything, and it becomes one of my new favorite bands. I always need something new. You know, I'm constantly uh, digesting music this and going is, through it. So I need something of, new constantly. This is one of my favorite episodes. I'm like taking this playlist home and treating it like the Holy Grail. So I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to be impressed. <laughs> All right. So this is uh, The Lurking Fear with Funeral Abyss.
Kitty. Kitty, do you remember now? Do you remember now, Kitty? Honestly, I don't, but I like it. And this is definitely another one of these bands from the show that I'm going to look up when I get home. But it, it was like slow but fast at the same time. Like, how the fuck do you do that? That's just like a... What do you call it? Like a... Different notes with the drummer. Like, I could blast beat in a time frame of 120 BPMs, right? You can put a blast beat there. It sounds faster than it is just based on that. Just more notes added into that. It gets me so confused, actually, where I'm like, I literally blank out in practice sometimes. I'm like, I don't, I don't know anymore. So, to me, and I'm, I'm not yeah. an instrumentalist, but, like, things seem faster to me when the chords the guitars are playing are changing really quickly when they're holding out like chords or notes with like a fast drum beneath it it's got the energy but it's still not it's fast but not fast like you said but my friend was telling me like the way that the drums are played totally changes the way that people perceive the guitar riff so probably without those drums you wouldn't perceive it as fast in any way yeah but with the drums that adds to the perception of just adding like yeah. slow blast beats, if you will, into this song really made it feel over the top insane. It, to me, it's like very like foreboding and dark and menacing, like a slow burn. Yeah, and that's that's why I always remember this uh, band, Lur- yes. the Lurking Fear. If yes. everyone's very interested, again, come over here and scan the goddamn playlist. For the last fucking time, I'm going to ask. Uh, Chris, thoughts on that? Did you, I mean... Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. The few songs we have played have been pretty good. Um, I wouldn't say it's a shining star on our playlist tonight, but it is, it's a good, you know. It's just, again, like another beanbag and bong, where it's just like, forget about everything else, man. (laughs) You're going to be here for a good four and a half minutes of just being beat to death by sound it feels like yeah at least the uh the next two bands we only have two two more bands to talk about on our uh, new releases before we get to some anniversaries of classic albums but uh yeah let's let's move on to this next band here obsession with the song rat king crawl i love that is this band, band any, ringing any bells for y'all? Obsession? Obsession? Obsession. No. All right, well, let's check this song out. It's from the album Rot of Ages that's just come out. And uh, again, that's Obsession with Rat King Crawl. Let's go! 
that's that's my favorite song of the night. That that's it. That's that's my style of metal right there. What is Ooh. there to say? It, it's incredible. It was awesome. It was everything I've ever fucking wanted. Uh, the band name is absolutely so generic. So I, I guess this is where I'm not catching it. Obsession. I just, like obsession. But I, I get yeah, but it's so generic. You know, for a band that's... Well, it's a, it's uh, a very, like, death metal yeah. name. Because it's kind of, like, medical, right? Or, like, pathological, almost. Like an abscess. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, I don't know. I, I still love the... the, the uh, Is it the album name? Rat King Crawls? Or is yes. that the... That's the name of the song, Rat King Crawl? I mean, that's the, the coolest thing. Yeah. Ever. I, yes. Again, I'm just blown away. Like, this is something that's going to get me, like motivated for work as I'm driving like maybe a little too fast you know <laughs> like really hit my brakes real hard behind people like whoa get out of my way um, I, I fucking loved it obsession obsessed I'm obsessed with obsession so let's move on to uh, Kitty you love this band right pathology yes I do like another big name that we're having on this playlist tonight can't go wrong. I, this yes. popped up multiple times already now. For you? No, here on the oh, yeah, yeah. Hangover podcast. So yeah, well, this band, Pathology, got a new album out. Let me pull out my list here. The Everlasting Plague. And the song we're going to check out is A Pound of Flesh. Yes. All these things are metal. <laughs> Title. Everything.
Holy fuck. That was uh, everything I wanted to be and everything I knew it was going to be. Does that make sense? Again, this is like the second or third time we've had yeah. pathology. Can I say that right? Pathology. On the podcast, uh, every time it's just a straight sledgehammer, <laughs> like straight into the kneecap. I'm like, it's Duh. a well-played, like, bass of death metal, but the lead guitar is fantastic, and it's almost pretty in parts. It's almost thrashy. They, like, you know, push it to the background and then pull it back in. Yeah. All the while, the drums are providing that really great, like, death metal bass. And then, as you heard, like, they switch it up in the middle. It's like, you know, a breakdown. It's really well executed and yeah i mean major props like what's not to love i'm blown away yet again i love a guitar solo in the middle of a blast beat yes i mean that's a skill right like we talked about death metal bands are insanely skilled like it's great guitar playing and writing right there and obviously great vocals satanic uh jazz musicians if you will that's all black metal or death metal Really is when it comes down to the end of the day. All right. Well, that was the end of our whole album release. Yep. That was the end of the albums that have come out. I'm just questioning album release. These What's have up? just been a series of songs. All these albums were brand new that we just played. Yep. Yep. And we're going to play another brand new song that Kitty just sent me from a band called bands. The Halo Effect. Yeah. And this song we're going to check out is called Shadow Minds.
And that was Shadow Minds by the Halo Effect. Chris, thank you so much for adding that at the last minute. Oh, yeah. I'm really emotionally invested in having this song on the podcast. It is the debut single from the Halo Effect. It came out on November 9th. And the Halo Effect is a band made up of former members of In Flames. So it includes um, Michael Stan, which, as you know, he is best known for being the singer of Dark Tranquility and a longtime member of Dark Tranquility. However, he was also, I believe, the first singer of In Flames. Also, Jesper, Jesper Stromblad, um, you know, a very famous member of In Flames. He hadn't been with that band in a while. This is his return to that kind of music, I believe. Don't quote me. For anybody who's known me for a long period of time, my main personality trait is loving Gothenburg metal, Old in Flames, At the Gates, Dark Tranquility. So I was so stoked for Halo Effect. And it's interesting because everybody that I talked to compared this song to the album Character by Dark Tranquility. Like, it's everything from, like, the electronics to the riffs to the cadence of the vocals was a very strong, like, fiction era and character era vibe from uh, DT. So, very, like, I'm pleased as punch. I, I knew you, this is, I know you, and I know this is your style. Like, this is your bread and butter, like we said earlier. This is everything. It's like, this is right where you want it to be. And I enjoyed every second of it, again. I feel like we're showing each other, you know, our um, influences, and it's it's opening up doorways for each of us to uh, another style of the same genre, <laughs> which is crazy because metal has probably more genres than any other style of music or genre or styles. I'm so confused. I might find that video, fifteen styles of metal, and post it to the Bangover page. Because it's very eye-opening. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I mean, that we can find common ground in just loving metal um, is great because there are so many different sounds, you know? It's true. No, it's very much true. But it's really all about community. Yeah. And with that being said, let's get into the anniversary part of the episode. Yeah. this all started. This is, our, this is the podcast bread and butter, if you will. Uh, because we're going to go back to a bunch of you know, um, cult classic songs, very famous songs. Um, yes. Maybe some, in some ways, maybe outdated to some people's opinion, but for me, like, I have all these albums. Every single one of these songs we're going to play, I own these albums. It's in a CD case that's sitting underneath my desk, covered in dust. Covered in dust. Like, it's causing me to have allergy buildup because of how much dust is covering my binder of CDs. I'm, I'm talking like a good 200 albums. You got to take the booklet out and the back end of the CD case. So what you got to do is you got to crack that back open because you got to have the playlist, you know? You got to have the playlist. Sorry, all I heard was crack that back and I... <laughs> the, the back of the album. to go to bed. You, you know, like you really... You, this, the, yeah, the jeweled CD case, you know? Where they had the playlist on the back. It's not always in the booklet sometimes. So you need that just for reference. It's not like my fucking, um, my Sony fucking CD player or Walkman, <laughs> everyone. 
that had money. I didn't have actually a Walkman. I had whatever Walgreens or Walmart sold me. <laughs> that was in a $20 range. <laughs> but all these bands were part of my CD collection. So let's get started. So yeah, we're going to be talking about a few bands. Here we got Motley Crue, Sepultura, Rob Zombie, Metallica, Bad Brains, ACDC. All these bands are celebrating anniversaries. So we'll start with Motley Crue here, celebrating a 40th anniversary of Too Fast for Love. God damn. 1981. Motley Crue, Too Fast for Love. Yeah, that song is called Live Wire from uh, Too Fast for Love, celebrating 40 years. 40 fucking years of Molly Cruz? Too Fast for Love? What? (laughs) Yeah, I hope they don't play live anymore when they're in their 60s. Like, (laughs) how the fuck is the Rolling Stones still out there just fucking shaking hips? Like, I don't understand. I was like, why would you want to go see that? They're, they have to be 80. Because if, if Molly Cruz in their 60s, then Rolling Stones have to be in their 80s, if not 90s. Right? Right? Like they're black and white days, for fuck's sakes. I, I, what? <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm, I'm so 40 years confused. though, I'm blown away. Yeah. Should I do the math on this? 1981. Boom. Yep. 
doesn't sound like it's that old. I, for me, what I like look for in bands is first and foremost great songwriting. Molly Crew were great songwriters. Um, you can listen to several of their songs for the first time and get like the choruses stuck in your head. Yeah. And I think their music sounds very fresh. I think sometimes like people I know, even myself, had like a conception of them as more like a poofy like hairspray pop metal band but no they're actually like they have some pretty heavy like you know metal riffs exactly and catchy vocals and they're it's just a satanic a, hair metal uh, satanic hair metal they're, you know? That's they're great you songwriters yeah. you know there's a reason why they hold up yeah exactly absolutely well, and that was I Motley Crue, yep. so let's move on to my favorite band. Sepultura. My least favorite album. So yeah, they're celebrating an anniversary. Um, on the same day as Too Fast for Love came out, five years after, Sepultura releases Morbid Visions, a classic album, Scott's least favorite, and they put out the song... Morbid Visions. Insane. Simple Tour's very first album, right? Very first album of all time. They were like 17 years old. You just go into the studio and play as fast as you can. Didn't know how to tune a guitar. No, yeah. Didn't know how to uh, even maybe set up a tone on an amp. They probably, they probably all played through like DIs. But Igor is crushing it. Oh, those drums are insane still. Yeah, yeah just really really nailing the, that said the blast beat style like that's what they wanted to be that's what they fell in love with uh simple tour became many different things over the years but this is the beginning you know yeah um yeah i mean it's a classic album I, it's it holds up it's got troops like, of doom on it i mean it's yeah uh schizophrenia maybe the next step where yeah. they became a little bit more you know afford to buy a tuning pedal yeah yeah <laughs> It's just so DIY on this Morbid Visions, and I see why people still love it to this day because of that. It you know, has that old that sound. Raw, yeah, raw. Raw. It's not produced in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. You know, it's barely even mastered, you know? Like, it's a vast difference from that album to, like, the new album. Yeah. And again, that's 35 years. So yeah. let's move on. 
Moving on here. I mean, um, the next band we're going to talk about released their album on the 11th, and it's celebrating a five-year anniversary. It's Super Joint with the album Caught in the Gears of Desire, so it's their newest album celebrating five years. And uh, we'll check out the song Burning the Blanket. No longer... Chris, I remember us talking about this album. And I can't believe it's been five years, to yeah. be honest, because we had the conversation. I was like, yeah, Super Joint Ritual. And you were like, no, no, no. Like, it had to stop me on the podcast episode because you were like, we don't need to get sued for this. <laughs> it's just Super Joint now. Super Joint now. It's just Super Joint. Which is super confusing because if you look for them, you get a, their There's, albums are all split across the, the place, so. Fuck, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, like uh, Use Once and Destroy, I think, is Still super separated joint. from the other one. Yeah. At so least I don't know. LinkedIn in some ways be like, also on, you know? Yeah. That's what Spotify does. Kitty, familiar with this band in any way, shape, or form? No, I'm not really familiar with them. I, what see, if I, I said it's called Super Joint Ritual? I was going to say, like, <laughs> Do you I, know didn't even, I didn't even understand what was going on for a minute. Uh, it's okay. Bauer Power. What? Do we have uh, the the singer from I Hate God on drums still? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if the band is still the same. And then uh, it was Rich- so long from that other album. Yeah, and we had uh, Hank Williams, the third. Hank the third on bass. Yep. What? Yeah, that's that's what originally what it was. It was like a it was like a, a super, super group. That's why it's called Super Joint Ritual. Okay. And I remember having a, um, go ahead. you know, I would go out and uh, one of the things I was, you know, I, I would get every so often when I was a kid, it was kind of like in my teens, right? Like I want candy when I was a kid. When I'm older, I want 
a Rob Zombie album or the latest uh, magazine of like Hit Parade or Revolver, right? And on the back of the circus magazine that I got was a super joint ritual logo, which is just pot leaves in a pentagram with a goat's head. <laughs> and that's the best way to roll a joint was on the back of that. And that's where you broke weed up on. You know what I'm talking about? Yep, you, know? Yep. you know what I'm talking about? So we were just saying it was so weird to like now it's separated because it's like lawsuits, members leaving. But back in the day, it was definitely a super group of itself. This album still really good. Even it just being Phil Ensemble from... Pantera. Pantera? No, the band Down. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> God damn it. That band we all know, Down. Dumbass. Uh, I, don't, I don't know Pantera. I've never heard them before, but um, Phil Ensemble from Down, for sure, is on this album. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just go on from Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. All right, so... The next album we're going to talk about here, celebrating 20 years on the 13th, was Rob Zombie's The Sinister Urge. Who remembers buying this when they were a teenager? Jesus Christ. Every Christmas or birthday (laughs) was a Rob Zombie album, if not DVD. Uh, That's, I guess that's my bread and butter, is Rob Zombie. Horror movie metal? Yes. All day, every day. It's what got me into metal was horror movies. So Rob Zombie is a perfect cross between the two. Absolutely. I mean, 100%. You know? So I love it. Uh, Again, I love this song as well, but it's it's a little corny. Yeah. The whole album is... That being said, fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you if you don't like it. And um, complain to uh, your bartender that... I tried not to pick one that was super famous, but still good. So here we go. Scum of the Earth by Rob Zombie. I can sing this whole song. Classic album. 
it becomes very classic over time. Uh, you told me it was 20 years ago. I'd be like, no, it was way longer ago than that. 20 14. Years. Yeah, it was 14. So uh, I'm just glad we got here. If anything, I was... Uh, Hoping for the song, I, I feel so good, I feel so numb, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so many yes. There's so many <laughs> so yes. yes. But that's a great that's a great B-side song that you picked from that album. Yeah. So thank you, Chris. For sure. All right. Moving on to this album. I love this album. It's a classic album. Celebrating 35 years on the 21st. That means Sepultura's Morbid Visions came out... 11 days before this album, this classic album. So, and this is The Bad Brains with Eye Against Eye. And we're going to play the song, Eye Against Eye. Kitty, I was so curious on why you were so excited about this song. Because I know why I love it. I know why Chris loves it. But I'm very surprised that you went this far in the Bad Bane's career. I know it's like second album bullshit. But it's like after the hardcore era of punk, everyone else just became a rock and roll band or a thrash metal band. There was nowhere else to go. I mean, you just, you just progressed at your skill set, if you will. And... Eye Against Eye is such a, such, how do you describe it? Like, 1980s album, but like, not the bad brains that we know from, you know, um, uh, Capital or whatever the fuck. I'm, I'm, I'm losing it here after three hours of a podcast, but why do you love this so much? That's my, my question. I mean, 
remember how, like, earlier in the podcast, we were talking about songs that kind of go hard in a hardcore way, but they also are very varied, and they yeah. move through different styles really well, and I'm more used to listening to music that's very straight ahead, like intro, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, chorus. So whenever I hear, like, a band play a song that's more, like, creative in its form, it impresses me a lot, because it's just not the way that I'm used to yeah. operating. So, I don't know. It's very catchy. That's, I just yeah. don't, I against I against I against I against who <laughs> every time in my head who I just love it it has this hardcore uh, effect with it still just being very rock and roll and I think we're really diving into like what they would call like uh, college rock radio because we're gonna get to like the whole in living color you know faith no more and it has this same feel at times it's just it's just rock it's just it's just fun it's just rock it's man just fun. It's just fun. It's a good point. It's just skateboarding music, yeah. right? That's yeah. Pretty much it, was it was in Tony Hawk Pro Skater. <laughs> That's yeah. what I was saying. It's like, Ugh! all right, moving on to so the moving very on. last. We uh, are going to skip this next one. So we're done with the albums now. We, uh, we will talk about We won't play it, but uh, does anybody have any fond words for ACDC? Because they got a 40th anniversary for... Uh, for those about to rock, we salute you. It's 40. 40. Lordy, lordy. I, I mean, we just said the Motley Crue, uh, you know. Yeah, Motley Crue was 40. Too Fast for Love yeah. is 40 as well, so I'm not surprised. It's, and this was. Again, this album should probably be 50 years in my mind. Almost so, two weeks after Motley Crue's album came out. This was the second time that this happened tonight, but I was going to say it's like the same that I said about Motley Crue. It still sounds really contemporary. The songwriting holds up really well gets better over time they're yeah they're great songwriters oh it's just staying in the pocket yep and hammering it every fucking time all right we'll play the funeral music because we're going to move on to the great gig in the sky portion we've only lost one person thankfully uh but are y'all fans of turbo negro um, to be honest, I'm not like super familiar. I guarantee you have heard their songs, Kitty. Um, and yeah, so Hank Von Hell from Turbo Negro passed away. He was 49. No cause of death was made. Um, his real name was Hans Eric Divik Hunsby. Are we talking about the lead singer? Yes. Wow. <sighs> yeah. Mind blown. Uh, again, maybe not the biggest fan of Turbo Negro, but very well known uh, out there. Cult classic band. Yes. Uh, a lot of my friends love it. There's if a couple ever, songs if, where I'm like, yeah, why not? Kind if of you've thing, ever you know? watched Jackass or seen any of the movies yes. or Wild Boys, they used a lo- every uh, song is pretty uh, much a, a, a Turbo Negro. They yeah. played a barbecue. Like they opened up for War yep. or like whatever the fuck. Yep. So. Um, Uncoincidentally, he uh, had a song with Nergil on that Me and the Man album. Oh, shit. So it was his last release right before he passed away. And I'll play that song right now. It's called Black Hearse Cadillac. Oh. Black Hearse Cadillac.
Hank Von Hill. I actually love that. Uh, it's something I'm going to go back to. I need to hear the whole song. I know we're building up to something, but we're running out of time a little bit over yes, here. Yes, yes. But that entire album of, um, remind me again, it was Man and, or Me and That Man, which I'm definitely going back to. Like, folk rock, black metal, special guest, super group album. Like, yes. Every time. Every yeah. time. So uh, let's wrap up here with uh, some events that I think the club has got going on. Again, we would like to thank Lost Well for having us. It's a big honor. So many people, including myself, have said this is a home for metalheads in Austin. So it's great to be here on this stage. We want to plug a few events that might be of interest to those who are listening to this podcast. Friday, December 3rd is Tear Dungeon detox tiny and pretty shitty friday december 10th doa the bulimics black mercy shout out um the lead singer of that band noble and i were college radio djs uh he's kind of like my predecessor jesus christ superfly rounds out that lineup the next night, Saturday, December 11th, Black Horse of Famine. As you know, a very great new band that just came onto the scene. A lot of musicians you know and love. It's their second show. Spectre of War, again, a new band on the scene with musicians you know and love. Tiny and Gasbath. And of course, this Saturday, December 17th, Scott's other band, Sex Cult, will be playing here with Ungrieved and a great lineup of bands. My other band. The other band. <laughs> my open relationship band that I do not speak of in my main relationship. I don't, I don't give a lot of details of that. <laughs> oh, I was like, I love you. Okay. Thank you all for listening. Kitty, go to bed. Uh, thank all of y'all for listening yeah. or not listening. Thank everybody that's here. Yeah. Hope y'all enjoyed the music. Uh, or, and if you didn't, go fuck yourself. I don't really care if you did or didn't. Uh, again, <laughs> here's a playlist. You can scan it, or you don't have to. Again, don't give two fucks. This is the Bangover Podcast, and that's your policy over here. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we're going to end with the Turbo Negro song here. Oh, it's actually a cover of a Carl Deacon. I forget his last name. I don't know, but it's kind of ironic that he's also It's a cover. Dead, so, All right. Thank you, guys. Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Are dead.